Well, welcome to Haven. Thank you for tuning in again. I'm really glad that you've made the time and I pray that this will be a blessing to you if you're watching now. Uh, we've got Carl, we've got Darren, special guests today as we discuss losing something valuable. If you've got questions, please send them in with the number that will be on the screen or in the chat and we'll do our best to respond to them. We'd love some interaction here, that's the whole idea. So let's get into it. We're going to quickly just say hi to Darren. Darren, what's the highlight of your week this week? I love being here with you, Tom, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I love church, love being in church um, mm. week by week. It's, it's a highlight for me, to so be honest. Today's been a good and I'm day. actually being truthful and sincere there, actually. Um, yeah, today's been a great day so far. Yep. Yeah. Great. Carl, any highlights from the week for you? You're supposed to say church too, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm not it's been a tough week, to be honest, week, um, yeah. but I've loved just seeing people love each other. We've uh, lost uh, some friends this week, mm. but I've loved seeing people love people. So I'll just keep it simple and go with that. Yeah, good. All right. We're going to play the verse video we're going to look at today and discuss. So let's play that now. Luke chapter 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the, of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. And Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you had a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open field and go and find the one? And when he finds it, he puts it joyfully on his shoulders and goes home. And he calls his friends and neighbours and says, Rejoice, I found the lost sheep. I tell you in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten separate coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbours together and says, Rejoice with me, I've found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Have you ever lost something valuable, Darren or Carl? Darren, go with you first. Well, look, to be truthful, the answer is yes. Um, quite a few things to uh, but uh, one particular example was uh, my wife had a 40th birthday dinner with her family and uh, as the night ended she did what she normally does and took off her wedding ring, her engagement yeah. ring uh, to wash dishes and lo and behold afterwards she tried to find her engagement ring and it was gone mm. and to be, to be honest we searched our house from top to bottom yeah. we even I even undid like uh, what do you call it um, I don't know sink holes sink. and all yep. kinds of things uh, tried to find it in all kinds of unusual places couldn't did, find it did you find it have you no, ever found it never found it just before we left we did another search for the <laughs> entire house took us months and months to uh, well yeah come to the place where we just sort of grieved the loss of mm. a beautiful thing actually in my wife's life so uh, mm. 20 years later though Sorry, not 20, because she's not that old. <laughs> 10 years later, yes. 10 years later, uh, I bought her another engagement. Excellent. Well, I've nearly lost my my ring too. Ooh. Playing a game of mixed netball. Uh, it was getting dark in the mud, and we were slipping around. And at the end of the game, shaking hands, I looked down, no ring. Oh. And so it's obviously somewhere on this muddy oval. And by now, it's pretty dark. But the whole netball team 
is walking up and down this oval, scanning, scanning. In the end, it was my wife that that sees it under a blade of grass, oh, stuck in the mud. It's a special so, story. Yeah, it was a jubilation. We found it. Mm. <laughs> jubilation. I bet there was. Wedding rings matter. Yeah. It's great. What about yeah. you, Carl? Oh, I lost my wife's Christmas gift this year. I bought her some AirPods, um, hid them, and never found them. And to this day, six months later, I have searched our house up and down, inside and out. They are nowhere to be found. To this day, no idea what happened to them. Incredibly frustrating when you lose something. It is. Yeah. It would be. And the, the lengths you're willing to go yeah, to to, yeah. to find it again. That's exactly right. Now, we've just looked at a couple of verses. We've got a lost sheep and a lost coin. And we look at these verses. They're trying to tell us something. They're, they're parables or metaphors. What do you think they say, first of all, about what is valuable to God? Yeah, I, look, I love... Luke 15 and all of these stories here, I think what shocked Tom, the Pharisees of the day, it's interesting, he says he was telling the Pharisees, mm. so he's making a point here, what shocked those guys is that their perception of God was, God might look your direction if you sort yourself out, if you repent, if you clean yourself up, if you obey the rules, maybe God will look your way and say, all right, come on, you're in. But Jesus flips it around here with uh, lost sheep, lost coin, obviously lost son follows on. It's this different picture of this God that looks, this God that searches in the lost state that we are in. Mm. And that that's mind-blowing then, and it actually should be mind-blowing now. It really is. So if, if God values us so much, that's, you know, when we think about that picture we have, we've been looking for things, and I'm sure you at home have, have looked for something valuable. Pop in the chat what that was, or in the comments if you're watching later. But that gives us a picture of how the, some sort of desperation, yeah. even, yeah. that God has for, for people. Yeah. Now, if we're, we're talking about lost people, um, in what way, uh, I know we weren't going to discuss this question yet, but I think it leads on. Um, why why would we think of ourselves as lost? And you know, if God is is looking for us this desperately, we might not realize mm. that we're lost. Um, in what way are we the lost coin, the lost lost sheep? Oh, look, I mean, Darren might have a thought on this too, but I think that's the center of the story. We've got to place ourselves in that center. This is not, you know, about pious Christians. You know that that see God's value for people. So, well, look at us. I got it all sorted. So I'm going to go and and um, pluck you out of obscurity. If we can't see ourselves as people that are, are lost and broken, that that too, um, what, a, a hair's breadth in front of somebody else who's doing their own spiritual journey, we got it wrong. That's the whole point of our faith. It's never by some sort of moral effort or some sort of superhuman spirituality only by the grace of God we were found we were one of those lost sheep and so that just causes us to say hey this is my story can I be a part of your story yeah. what about you Darren oh well, I, I can only think about a, a verse in Ephesians which talks about the fact that at one point in our life we were all separate from God we were all separate from God and so we we're all in effect lost at one point or another in our our life and uh, we can be very thankful to God that he pursues the lost. Yeah. We being the lost, we being separate from God, we being people who perhaps not even 
considered God in our mm. life. And yet, here we are. Yeah. You know, Someone has asked us a question. Someone has challenged us. Someone has encouraged us to, to think about Christianity. And, um, but really, behind it all is God and his, his passion mm. for lost people. Mm. And the fact of the matter is, as Carl shared in a message uh, recently heard, <laughs> lost people matter to God. Yeah. And I love that, that statement. Um, it means a great deal to me personally and to a lot of people I know. I'm sure most people would feel at some point in their lives lost and alone in the world. Most of the time we're busy and, and rushing about, we might not notice it. But I'm sure there's been times for, for everyone where you feel, wow, this world is a big place and I feel alone in it. Mm. Even in the, I was watching The Office um, yes, last night. I'm loving The Office at the moment. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, season three, yeah. there's an episode um, where Steve Carell, um, the boss, he's he's feeling lonely because he, the previous boss has died, and no one seems yes, to care. I remember the episode. And so it's just he's, him grappling with the idea that wow, someone can pass away, yeah. and, and people don't seem to care. Mm. And so he has this funeral for this bird that dies mm. down down the car park. And, <laughs> And people realize what he's feeling and try to make yeah. a big deal of it. But you know, that's the amazing message of this story that yeah. we don't have to feel lost and alone because we can know that God is, is looking for us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if this is God's priority, mm. God wants to seek and find the lost, how does it impact on us and what our priorities might be once we once we know God and that he cares so much for people, how does that affect the way we, we treat others? Mm. Look, I, I think the stories are clear. Uh, if you look at the first story, Lost Sheep, it makes it clear he leaves behind the 99. I think it changes our focus. And that might mean letting something go, leaving something that we think is precious to, to move on out. And that's a wrestle each of us have to do. I think in the second story, the lost coin, she searches, she cleans her house. She doesn't, have, she doesn't put her feet up. Um, yeah. She doesn't just sort of take a chill pill. You know, she does what you guys did with the netball court. You know, that all out search, some effort went into that. Mm. So it's not just priority. It's not just the thinking I'm changing my focus. It's actually an effort that's got to be involved in that. Mm. And... Um, you know, if we have the liberty to go to the final story, I think you see that the father just never gives up hope. There's an eagerness and there's an expectation. So I think those three are key. Mm. Do you add anything to that, Dan? Oh, I think you've summed it up nicely, Carl. Okay. It's true. We, we, you know, we are pursued. And um, I, I always think about he loved us. And so we, in response, Great. love others. Yeah. And I think uh, in response to what God has done for us, mm. our heart, our passion, our interest and our concern and our practical life, our life um, should be about thinking about the, the, those who are lost, those who are struggling, those who are, mm. who are lonely, those who are, are in, in turmoil in their life and, mm. and us being, um, I guess, a light to them. We're not perfect, um, but being in their life and, and uh, I'm sure that's uh, something that we'll, we'll address is the yeah. practical side of how we show love and care to, to lost people. Mm. Being there for people, um, it does come at a cost. And often the people that might feel most alone in the world might not be the easiest people to, mm. to get along with. 
Uh, we know that there's people that we enjoy spending time with and people that who bring us down perhaps and there's something about them that rubs us the wrong way. Um, but you're saying, what I think you're saying is it's worth the cost. If, cost if God is, is yeah. um, you know, he's paid the cost for us yeah. to find us. It's, it's us, uh, it's our responsibility now, once we know that to, to be willing to sacrifice things uh, for people that initially uh, it might be hard to get along with. Mm. Anything to say about that? Oh, I think, I think you, you know, you're, you're nailing it. Tom, I go back to what we just said before. If, if we look at our own life and we have such gratitude that we are only there by the grace of God ourselves, Thank goodness God loved us, right? And thank goodness somebody invested in our life mm. to lead us. Why wouldn't we then want to invest in the life of other people? Now, I don't I don't think it's, I talk about it, there's a cost. I don't know that God, you know, means that means, oh, you've got to go to India or something or something. You know, it, it could be your neighbor. It could be the, the very people you work with, you know. Uh, for some people, it'll be, Maybe more extreme cases for others, it'll be family and friends. But, but yes, uh, be willing to go that extra mile and maybe inconvenience yourself a little mm. bit in the process. Yeah. So it reminds me of a story. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, one, one day when he was younger, um, his mum said, hey, you should, you should go and talk to that guy over there, this guy. hope you're not watching. But he didn't <laughs> have many friends. And uh, this, my brother-in-law's mum noticed that and said, pushed him over. And so reluctantly, my brother-in-law, he uh, started a conversation, slowly befriended this guy. And years later, they're best friends. So even though initially there wasn't that enjoyment with the, the relationship, later on, the, uh, the realisation, wow, this person is special. Yeah. They began to see them in a new way. So sometimes it can be a bit like that if you're giving out to someone nice. later on, you might realize, wow, I can see in this person what it is that God loves about them, why mm. he cares so much mm. for them. Mm. Absolutely. But there are, there are relationships like that. Let's be real mm. where there are people that, uh, it's, it's hard to get along with. Mm. They're not going to benefit us in any way. Mm. Perhaps if we look at our, the line of people, the way we spend our, our weeks, mm. it's a challenge to think about how mm. often am I with the people that I'm able to help but mm. can't return the favour. Mm. But that's why we hang in there with you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. And that's why we love you, mate. And you, 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 no, I'm only, I'm only staring at you. I, I think you're, you're so right. Um, again, I think we've got to look at ourselves sometimes to have a bit of grace. To remember somebody had grace for me mm -hmm. in that. Um, but yes, yeah, sometimes there's going to be, you know, genuine giving, genuine cost involved in it. It's just part of what we do. Have you got any stories? Oh, like look, this? a few, but quite honestly, hospitality is a big, big one. Mm -hmm. Being simply hospitable, allowing people into your home, inviting them over. I think if you've got neighbours, there's... You know, everyone appreciates uh, my wife's... Uh, she does a date life. Whenever new people walk into our neighborhood or come into our neighborhood, she goes over, we go over there, knocks on the door and says, look, I've, I've cooked a date loaf for you. And it's an incredible opener for conversation and for relationship building. And, and throughout all, of, all our years in terms of 
um, where we've moved and where we've lived, um, we've been able to connect with our neighbours and slowly but surely uh, through practical, <laughs> you know, times or, or having them over or them having us over, we've been able to build relationships to the point where, yeah, from time to time, not every time to be honest, we're able to share our faith, our Christian experience and, and encourage them and ask them if there's anything that they need prayer for. Mm. And uh, to the point where actually our next door neighbour, current next door neighbour, um, she came over the other day and said, oh, Darren and Dorothy, can you pray for me, please? I'm going to the doctor about something really important and I'm worried about it. And I'm... Mm. Anyway, so we, we sat down and we prayed there and then. And uh, she came back the next day and said, oh, I'm so excited. Um, had a real breakthrough. And I believe that God answered my prayer, answered your prayer. Wow. And, and, you know, that's a, just a beautiful story yeah. and, uh, of, I guess, um, mm. connecting and, mm. and God's interest in, in the lost. Mm. Mm. Sometimes you don't see the impact that your relationship with that person can mm. have until those little moments where they, they say something later yeah. on. Yeah, well, that's years later. Yeah. Um, this, this, our relationship, she's been in our neighborhood for six years. Mm. And so that's only just happened. So that takes a long time sometimes yes. to, you know, uh, I guess, build that, that place of trust and, mm. and, uh, mm. and love. Uh, in a relationship. Yeah. Relationships are an investment that, that take time, don't they? They do. Mm. So speaking of hospitality, Darren, um, you're, you're running a course called Alpha and uh, yes. I guess you can explain it better than, than me, but it's about, I don't know about that. <laughs> answering questions people might have about the Christian faith. Yeah. If people are watching this and, and want to really dig into it, this could yes. be an opportunity. Do you think Darren? Yes. So, uh, our church, Catalyst Church, is offering a course called Alpha, and uh, it's happening um, here in our building at 142 Pine Mountain Road, um, Brassel, uh, on Wednesday nights uh, from the 14th of July. So Alpha is a, an interactive experience. It's an opportunity for people to either gather at the church or at the meeting place, or they can also do it online, Tom. Oh, that's and, good. Uh, yeah. yeah and, some uh, people so... might not be able to make it here in person. That's right. You could actually sit at home, sit in front of your computer, and also can, uh, can, can be involved in our uh, Alpha program. Now, Alpha is simply uh, an opportunity for people to explore Christianity. Um, where, no matter where you are on the journey of, of faith or whether you believe in God or not, Alpha is for you. It's a, it's a great... Uh, I've done Alpha. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful, um, straightforward um, place where you hear what the Christian story is, and, uh, and it's a safe place where you can ask any and every question uh, you might have about the Christian faith. And people who, who love God, who have some understanding of Scripture, they might not be able to answer every question you've got. I mean, there's some questions I still don't have answers to, but that's okay. Um, this is a great opportunity, and, and you're welcome to, to participate in Alpha. Yeah, great, Darren. And... If someone wants to find out more about Alpha, I guess they can just message us and we'll yes. give them details. But the Catalyst Church website has yep. details as well. That's right, yes. And uh, once again, just reminder, July the 14th, which is approximately six weeks from today. And yeah, it's going to be exciting. And yeah, just sign up and uh, we'll, we'll get in touch with you and let you know more details. Mm. Oh, I'm excited. Thank you for sharing. I'm excited. Any, any comments to close this part of our discussion? Oh, just that online Alpha has taken Australia by storm. 50,000 Australians 
Wow. participated in online alpha last year. So you're not getting involved in something strange. If you haven't oh. heard of this alpha thing, it's a great thing professionally done. And uh, I just encourage you, it doesn't cost you much, but come along even online and engage. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, I have enjoyed our discussion today and talking about seeking the lost, seeing ourselves as, as needing God and the fact that he is looking for us, an amazing thought. So feel free during the week to ask questions, to dig into this deeper. Uh, but during the week, previously, we've had someone called Ashley. He's posted a photo on Facebook and asked his permission, and he said we could share that moment, a moment of wonder, where he, he stopped his car because of the sunset that he saw in the distance, and he got his kids out, and he just made them stop and, and look at this, this sunset. And I think we don't do that enough. Life is busy. Mm. We rush around. Mm. But here's a, here's a chance. Uh, this guy Ashley's taken just to pause and and think about. Wow, that's an amazing thing. And I know the sky was pretty amazing this week. Did you, either of you see? Oh, and the, the moon. The moon. Yeah, blood for moon. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So someone lassoed the moon this week. Didn't they? They? I think it could have been Bruce Almighty. You think? <laughs> I don't know. Pulled it a bit closer. <laughs> If, or, if, or if that was you, let us know. But it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm, but I, I realized this week how how much the world around us tries to make us hurry. Even this morning, I got a text message. It began with hurry, <laughs> telling me that I need to, to sign up for this thing. And it, it just makes us feel mm. like, oh, there's a rush about everything. But earlier in the week, I was, I was just at Colo Gardens and and sitting there by the river, and I realized the world is not mm. in a rush. Mm. We don't need to be rushing around. Mm. And I think just pausing and taking that time of solitude, which we, we discussed in a previous one, you can find that on our channel, but is so important. So thank you, Ashley, for sending that moment of wonder in. Mm. And if you have a moment like that during this week, please send it in. We'd love to show it here on the show. Mm. Ah, but um, really great to to share this time with you. We're going to pray to close. And as always, send in your prayer requests. Uh, we can pray with you at any time during the week. But let's pray now. Father God, we thank you for the fact that you care so much about us. The picture of, of you searching for us is an amazing one. Leaving 99 and, and going after us as an individual. I thank you that we don't have to feel lost and alone in the world. And that... You've made this way, even though it's mysterious, uh, um, but you, you seek that relationship with us. And, and Lord, we might not be looking for you, but you're looking for us. I thank you that you reveal yourself through people and that we have the opportunity. Uh, please bless those who are watching. Please take care of those who are, who are feeling alone or, or who are saddened by something that's happened in their week. Pray that they would know your comfort. Mm. Amen. Amen. All right. We hope to see you again during the week on Wednesday at lunch or Thursday night or again maybe next week at the same time. But pleasure to be with you and we'll see you one of those times.